Welcome to another episode of Football 360. I'm your host, Kareem Timbers, and on this week's episode, lots of NFL news to discuss. It's Super Bowl weekend is finally here, so uh, we'll get into that big matchup, and I'll tell you who I predict is going to win that matchup. But before we get right to that, i uh, got some uh, key NFL news to discuss over the past few weeks. Um, Seattle Seahawks offensive tackle Chad Wheeler uh, really beat up his girlfriend a few weeks ago. If you haven't heard about this story, he was an offensive tackle. The Seattle Seahawks has since then been released. Uh, Chad Wheeler, 6'7", 310 pounds, beat up his girlfriend for not bowing down to him. I'm not sure if you heard this story. Uh, a lot of the NFL news didn't briefly discuss the issue, kind of went under the radar. Uh, but it was a very disturbing story. Okay, his girlfriend, uh, uh, Chad Wheeler, a uh, white guy, girlfriend, a black, a black woman. Um, she's about 150 pounds, okay? Uh, he uh, dislocated her... Um, elbow broke her arm busted her face up okay strangled the girl unconscious she regained consciousness strangled her again um, she was able to, to, to kind of fend him off a little bit get into the bathroom called the police uh, the police came arrested the guy okay um, and come to find out uh, Chad Wheeler is bipolar okay I know this is a a, uh, a definitely a health concern for many people around the world okay I understand that, but it does not justify um, his actions. All right. He should be suspended from the NFL indefinitely. And more importantly, you never put your hands on a woman. Um, being raised in a single parent home by a mother raising three boys at the utmost respect for women. I would never put my hands on a woman. I understand that everybody's uh, home situation and childhood upbringing is different, but there's no excuse for putting your hands on a woman, uh, a woman. And as I, as I stated before, he should be, she should be suspended indefinitely. Um, I, I did see that all the charges were dropped um, from, from the courts in reference to him. And it's just interesting that, as I stated, this was kind of uh, flew under the radar. It was barely talked about any, by any of the top NFL uh, sports analysts around the league. Um, and it's just interesting that the situation was different. You know, if you remember the Ray Rice situation a few years back, Ray Rice was a pretty much... Uh, you know, uh, a pretty modeled citizen prior to his incident in which he put his hands on, on his wife and um, his, his, his NFL career was over with. OK, his NFL career was over with. Uh, it was a one was a, was a one time situation and his NFL career was over with. And the fact that this is not being talked about as much as the Ray Rice situation or any other domestic violence situation when there is an African-American athlete who's uh, on the opposite end of of, of this you know, putting put this punishment on people, it's it's a different story. So just something I've wanted to bring up and discuss because it, it really bothered me the wrong way. Um, and um, justice should be served. All right. Justice should be served. But Chad Wheeler, I uh, hope he gets the help he, he needs, but he, he should not be playing NFL football ever again. All right. Um, moving forward, uh, Matt Stafford. Uh, if you didn't see that big blockbuster trade within the last week, uh, the Detroit Lions decided to move on from their franchise quarterback, pretty much the only bright light in that organization since uh, Calvin Johnson retired from the Detroit, the, the Detroit Lions a few years ago. But he was traded to the uh, L.A. Rams for Jared Goff. All right. And a 2022 first round pick, 2023 first round pick and a 2021 third round pick. So if you look at it right, right you know, head to head, I think Jared Goff for, for uh, Matt Stafford, I think. Obviously, the Rams won that. Uh, Jared Goff is a guy who two years ago played in the Super Bowl, young quarterback, okay, um, out of California, who's struggled 
the last few years. He's kind of digressed. You have that Rams defense with Jalen Ramsey, all-pro, future Hall of Famer Aaron Donald on the D-line, and you're a quarterback away, okay? And now you bring in Matt Stafford, who's a guy who's who's just torched the NFC North since he's been in the NFL, me obviously being a Bears fan. Um, he, he's torched us. So to see him leave the conference, I, I'm, not, I'm not sad to see him leave, to be honest with you, because he's that good. Uh, but I think for the Rams to let you know, uh, that, that Sean McVay and the Rams organization, they're ready to win now, okay? Win now attitude, so you bring them in. Uh, my only thought is, you know, with the Bears situation, why didn't the Bears make a move to try to bring in Matt Stafford? And obviously, you know, everything that's going on with Deshaun Watson, not trying to bring him in, all right? But that's another story. Uh, so right now, I think Matt, um, the LA Rams have won this matchup, have won this uh, this trade, head, heads up as of right now, but it's still yet to be determined what these uh, first round picks for the Detroit Lions in 2022 and 2023 um, will bring them. Okay. But you just know that the Lions organization has been dysfunctional for a very long time. Okay. You obviously know notable great players have retired early, like Barry Sanders. Okay. And Calvin Johnson. All right. Moving forward, Super Bowl. It's been a long time coming. Okay. Kansas City Chiefs are playing in uh, back to back Super Bowls. So they're going to defend their Super Bowl champion title against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right. Who would have thought uh, the Buccaneers would be in the Super Bowl? Um, I'm, I'm sure quite a few people obviously thought that once Tom Brady decided that he was parting wings with New England and coming to Tampa Bay. Then you get you get Tom Brady to get his buddy uh, Gronkowski out of retirement to come back and play with Tampa Bay. They bring in Antonio Brown off pretty much retirement slash all the, you know, uh, Issues he was dealing with off the field. They bring in Leonard Fournette, um, stud running back out of Jacksonville. And um, their offensive line is just coming to play, man. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So let's just do a full breakdown here of the matchups. But the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to be the first team to play the Super Bowl at their home stadium. Okay, first time in NFL history. Also, the first time in NFL history, Tom Brady becomes the first player to play in his 10th Super Bowl. All right, so he has a chance to win seven Super Bowls. All right, so a lot of a lot of headlines here. This is going to be a great match. So let's just break it down from the head coaching staff down between Tampa Bay and Kansas City all the way down by each position. Okay, um, before I do that, the Chiefs are favored by three. Okay, to win this matchup. So let's break it down here. Head coach, head to head, Kansas City Andy Reid versus uh, Tampa Bay Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians is a great coach, great motivator. Won a Super Bowl years ago with the Pittsburgh Steelers with Ben Roethlisberger, Andy Reid. A legendary coach, done a great job uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles years ago with Donovan McNabb from Mount Carmel High School here in Chicago, my alma mater. Uh, we'll go into several NFC championships when it wasn't able to get it done. Finally got it done last year. Head coach, I have to give that to Kansas City Chiefs with Andy Reid. Okay. Um, offensive coordinators, you got Kansas City, you have Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy, former NFL running back back in the day, okay, for the San Diego Chargers, has been a great offensive coordinator. Uh, kind of flying under the radar the last few years. Um, interview for every NFL coaching job opening uh, this offseason. Okay. Um, this season and has yet to get the job, but he's looking to win his second Super Bowl. Uh, just done an excellent job causing fits for defenses with the schemes and, and uh, the play calling that he, he calls up. Then you have Tampa Bay's offensive coordinator, Byron Leftwich, former NFL quarterback out of Marshall University. He's really uh, come up the ranks. As an offensive coordinator, he's done a great job uh, working with Tom Brady in that offense with all that talent. 
with the Buccaneers, but I got to go with Eric Bieniemy for the Kansas City Chiefs as offensive coordinator. Okay, we get that now to, to Kansas City. Then we have uh, the defensive coordinator. Tampa Bay, he's got Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles is a coach coming out of that Bruce Arians coaching tree. Played at Temple back in the day. He's a uh, great defensive coordinator. Calls fits for all uh, offensive teams, especially the top five offenses in the, in the NFL, such as uh, Drew Brees and the Saints. He shut them down a few weeks ago in the playoffs, and as well as Aaron Rodgers in that offense. Um, his front seven, they get after the quarterback. Um Best linebackers that can run sideline to sideline, okay? And, and we'll get a little more into that in a minute. And then the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolia uh, was a guy who uh, coached NFL years ago, coached in college with Nebraska, LSU, back in the NFL with the Kansas City Chiefs. He's done a great job and um, with those guys and getting after the quarterback as well. But I got to give the nod as deep coordinator to Todd Bowles in Tampa Bay, okay? Then we move forward here. The secondary, uh, Tampa Bay secondary, I mean, they've had some injuries. They have some young guys on the back end, but they find a way to get it done week in and week out with some of the guys going down. Um, Kansas City Chiefs secondary is pretty solid, too, led by Tyron Matthew, a veteran uh, defensive player who's always in the right place at the right time. He's got a great uh, knack for finding the football and, and uh, causing fits for offenses. But I got to give the secondary uh, to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because they shut down. Um, the Saints passing attack, and they shut down Aaron Rodgers passing attack. So I got to go with the Buccaneers on that. Linebacking crew. Um, Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs got a few backers, but Tampa Bay Buccaneers. When you think of linebackers, NFL prototype linebackers, besides the Pittsburgh Steelers, you think of the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. And Le- Levante David um, and, um, and Devin White, man. Devin White, those guys are sideline to sideline. They fly around. They're fast. They're physical. They're smart. They're instinctive. And they just play ball. They play ball. Just watch the film, turn on, and look at what these guys do uh, week in and week out. So I got to go with the linebacking crew. I got to go with uh, Tampa Bay. Okay. Defensive line. We all know about uh, my man Jones for the Kansas City Chiefs. Deep tackle, one of the best in the business, Chris Jones. But that D line for Tampa Bay from Ndamukong Sioux. Okay, uh, JPP um, and and Shaq Barrett, man, Shaq Barrett causes fits for defenses. Okay, he gets to the quarterback and gets pressures on the quarterback um, at least four times a game. Um, so I got to go D line, that Tampa Bay defensive line. Tampa Bay uh, wins that. Okay, now we're going to the offensive side of the ball. Um, so the uh, Kansas City offense. So we're gonna go ahead and start with um, the receivers here. Um, t- need I say more? Tim Bay Buccaneers got a great receiving core, obviously, with uh, Godwin, Antonio Brown, future Hall of Famer, and Mike Evans, who was a beast. And you got the young, the young, uh, speedy uh, receiver Murphy, who took the top off the defense a couple weeks ago uh, with Tampa uh, over Green Bay against uh, DB King. Um, and then the Kansas City Chiefs, man, need I say more? Tyreek Hill, need, need I say more. But Sammy Watkins is, is, is supposed to be uh, healthy, ready to play the Super Bowl Sunday. So that, that should be cause a difference. Nicole Harmon, but Tyreek Hill's on another level. So I got to give the edge, the receiving core edge to the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Tyreek Hill, I think the last time they matched up against Tampa Bay, he had over 200 yards receiving in the, in the first quarter. He finished with over 200, 250 yards receiving in the first half against the Buccaneers early in the season this matchup. 
So got to go with the Chiefs receiving core. Then we go tight ends. Gronkowski, he's going to be a future Hall of Famer, but, but Gronkowski is not the Gronkowski of old. Okay. The guy's is banged up. Um, he's doing a lot more blocking, obviously, this year. Now he can't get down, feel like he used to. Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in football, hands down. It's not even a question. Tight end's uh, edge goes to the Kansas City Chiefs. Then we go to the running game. The Kansas City Chiefs running game was was so, so early in the year with the rookie out of LSU. Um, and obviously, you bring in um, Bell. You know, you bring Bell in. Um, and, you know, he's not the same back he was a few years ago. He, he's still trying to figure things out. But that's why I got to give the edge to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers running game. You got Ronald Jones, the young back out of USC, who's run hard. He's actually running harder now that he's got more competition with Leonard Fournette than his last year. Okay, he's a, he's on the break of looking to break a thousand yards on the season in the Super Bowl. Leonard Fournette looks tough. He played well on the postseason, showing up every week. So I got to get the edge to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers running game. Okay, now we got to go uh, offensive line. It's not even a question. It's going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They struggled early in the year. They've had time to uh, get some continuity. They've gelled. Um, the rookie, uh, Worfs, out of Iowa, he's a beast. Right tackle for uh, Tampa Bay. Um, he's he's doing a hell of a job. And the Kansas City Chiefs, two best offensive linemen, their tackles, your tackle, your, your, your tackle, left tackle, right tackle, typically your, your best offensive lineman, especially your left tackle for most right-hand quarterback is your best offensive lineman, your best athlete. The Kansas City Chiefs left tackle, right tackle are out of the ball game. They're not, they would not be playing this Sunday. So that's going to be a major factor in this ball game. So please believe that. So I got to give the edge to Ken for the uh, offensive line to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Then we go to the, the final piece here, the quarterback position. Two X factors. You have Super Bowl MVP, league MVP, and reigning Super Bowl champion Patrick Mahomes. Um, no one's done what Patrick Mahomes has done. And his thus far in his career, the golden was, was his third year, third, fourth year in the league um, as a starter, fourth year in the league. No one's done what he's done or what he does on a weekly basis. No, one, I, haven't, I have yet to see what Patrick Holmes does with the football. OK, um, and then NFL, any level of football. And then you have the goat on the other end, Tom Brady. Um, what, what can I say about this guy, man? He, he winds and ways, finds ways to win. Uh, six Super Bowl championships, uh, looking to go for seven. Okay, um, Tom Brady's the goat, man, and he bet on himself. Left Bill Belichick and the Patriots, and at age 43, has taken the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to the championship. Okay, but I gotta go with Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, uh, I think, is, is going to get going to get the edge on this. No one's seen what Patrick Mahomes has done. No one's been able to do what he does with the football. But he's going to have to play a near-perfect game this uh, Sunday to beat the Buccaneers. I like the Bucs. I, I really do. But I like Kansas City. I like Patrick Mahomes. I like Andy Reid. And and, and um, I think Tyreek Hill. So I, for Super Bowl, my, my, my prediction for the Super Bowl, I have the Kansas City Chiefs winning this matchup. It's going to be close. I, I, think, I think despite the offensive line issue, the Chiefs are going to find a way to get it done. With great offense of uh, play calling with Eric Bieniemy, um, they're gonna have a couple of trick plays, obviously up their sleeve. Now, I, I think if Patrick Holmes is not MVP of the Super Bowl, I think it's gonna be uh, Tyreek Hill. Okay, 
But I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs to win their second straight Super Bowl. I appreciate you tuning in. Until next time, I'm your host, Kareem Timbers, signing off at Football 360.